Welcome to Not A Faker's That Boy Malcolm's Random Crap Show. This is your host, That Boy Malcolm, calling from, uh, doing a show from Houston, Texas. I apparently made a trip down to Houston this weekend, and apparently while I was on my way, there was some huge news in the state of boxing. Um, Floyd Mayweather and Manny Pacquiao, May 2nd is officially made. This will be the biggest payday in boxing history surpassing surpassing um Oscar De La Hoya versus uh Floyd Mayweather uh this this fight is what the fans have been wanting in this sport for the last for at least the last 5 years ever since uh Floyd Mayweather came out of retirement and Manny Pacquiao who took over the reins as the biggest star in boxing uh, after Floyd retired and Floyd basically came back to, you know, get his reign back. Um, this is a huge deal. This is uh this fight is expecting to be a revenue of over two hundred and fifty million dollars, the cheapest seat in the arena and oh, of course is in Vegas. The cheapest seat in the arena appears to be one grand one thousand dollars. Ah there hasn't really been much else announced about the fight, uh, except for the 60-40 split. Manny Pacquiao agrees to do the drug testing. Uh, Floyd Mayweather will, off the top, will be making a guaranteed $120 million, his largest payday up to this point. And Manny Pacquiao is uh, guaranteed $80 million, his largest payday up to this point. This is a for boxing fan. This is this is a big deal. There's pretty much nothing else after this that people will demand for as much as they demand for this. There there will be demands. There will be demands for the winner to have opponents like uh, Amir Khan, uh, Thurman, um, or even move up to fight Golovkin because that is going to be the next big name that. That uh, fight fans want to see, but I don't think any of these guys are gonna end up moving up and wait. And I don't see uh, Golovkin dropping down and wait to create that fight, even though that will be the next clamoring for boxing fans. Um, but yes, big deal. This fight being made, Floyd Mayweather versus uh Manny Pacquiao. Um. The ball is behind us. Um, also, uh, this is a couple of days after the uh, NBA trade deadline. Some big deals. Is, uh, we had a. It was a very busy uh, trade day. Uh, quite a few trades in the NBA. Let me be accurate with you guys real quick. Twelve trades. I, I want to make sure I had it all together. Twelve, twelve trades. Uh, we're gonna do a little talk about that. And uh, WWE uh, pay per view coming up this weekend. So you know, I felt like touching up on a little wrestling. Uh, WWE Fastlane, uh, which is the pay per view that leads into WrestleMania uh, live in uh, San Francisco. But I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little bit minor talk on uh the NBA trades. Uh there that was uh some some interesting trades that happened. Uh I think there were 
winners that people are not discussing. Every, the big hot commodity going into the the trade deadline was Gordon Dragic from the uh, uh, Phoenix Suns, who uh, who has an option clause, and he had uh, a few teams on demand. I want to say it was the Knicks, Lakers, and the Heat. He ended up getting traded him along with his brother to the Miami Heat for some for a couple of first round draft uh future first round draft picks that uh from the Heat and uh Danny Granger who who has an opt out clause coming out that at the end of the season. I'm pretty sure he's not he, he may he may stay in Phoenix uh uh get that last payday on that uh contract. I don't there's a possibility he may try to opt out but I'm not a hundred percent on that. Um, three team trade: Miami, Phoenix, and uh, New Orleans. And the uh, New Orleans Pelicans uh, picked up Norris Cole from the Miami Heat, uh, Justin Hamilton, and Shawnee Williams. Uh, that that was an interesting trade, but that's not the trade that that drawn me interest the most. Uh, I think uh, the biggest still, the biggest get. For this trade deadline was uh, made by the Portland Trail Blazers picking up uh, Aaron Afalo from the Denver Nuggets, who uh, who has a player option at the end of the year and seven point five million. Expect him to stay. Uh, he's gonna be a huge get for them coming off the bench. A guy who can uh, who's an accurate shooter, plays rough, tough defense. Uh, don't be surprised as uh, Portland rises. In the Western Conference, as uh, one of the top two teams, I wouldn't really be surprised if uh, Portland passes up Memphis as the second best seed in the uh, Western Conference. Mainly because this trade gives them a little bit more depth, and really they didn't really get rid of lose much. Uh, they lost a rotation guy, uh, Thomas Robinson, but I think it's a bigger get to get Aaron Aflalo. Uh, and it's um they they also give up a uh a, a protected first round pick which Portland's gonna make the playoffs so it's a lottery protected pick so I don't even know why they're calling it lottery why they even made it lottery protected there's no way that uh Portland's gonna just drop out of the playoff race um other big news trade deadline uh Kevin Garnett. Returning home to his uh, first team, the Minnesota Timberwolves, the next trade, Thaddeus Young, uh, to uh, Minnesota. Uh, next, trying to get a, a, a young player, for, you know, for an extra season, and they uh, ship Kevin Garnett out to Minnesota. Minnesota. So I'm pretty sure. I, this may be Kevin Garnett's swan song. This may be his last year in the league. Maybe, maybe he plays one more year. But if he plays another year, it will probably be in Minnesota. Or this could be his last year because it makes more sense for him just to to retire now at the end of the season and uh, and let it go. Just just retire. He's had a great career. He has a championship ring. He has an MVP. It, I really don't see much left for Garnett to play for. Uh, but, yeah. Um, other trades. Uh, 
Another team who are huge winners. I think the hugest winner, I mean, the second biggest winner. I don't know. Derek, you can argue this. They could be the biggest winner. The Oklahoma City Thunder, who who, uh, traded Reggie Jackson to the Detroit Pistons in in a three-team trade with Utah, Detroit, and Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City get a little death with uh, Ennis Cantor, uh, St- and Steve Novak, Novak from the Utah Jazz. Novak, uh, a pretty accurate shooter, and Cantor, some size, uh, size uh, that Oklahoma, uh, Oklahoma City needed. Uh, they sh- they shipped out Kendrick Perkins, um, and uh, uh, Grant Jarrett. Really, and uh, and a future first round pick, uh, I guess to be disclosed later. But Oklahoma City, uh, getting some getting some size and uh, getting replacing what they lose on Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson getting a chance to uh, to showcase what he does in uh, Detroit. With Detroit making a deal. Uh, to uh, bring in a, a point a point guard, I guess uh, you could say. I think he is a possibility he can beat out uh, uh, Jennings or maybe backup Jennings. I, I'm not really sure what Detroit's going to do there. But but it's a, uh, it's an opportunity to Reggie Jackson to finish the year out, maybe sign an extension with Detroit or test the market at the end of the year. But uh, Oklahoma City, yes, the biggest... The biggest uh, uh, still also picking up DJ Augustine and Kyle Singler from the uh, from the Pistons in his uh, in his trade. Um, other trades to discuss: uh, Isaiah Thomas uh, traded to the Boston Celtics for Marcus Thornton, and uh, 2016 Cleveland Browns. Uh, I mean Cleveland Browns, excuse me. Cleveland Cavaliers uh, first round pick. 2016 first round pick. Uh, I guess you can say Phoenix is still trying to make uh, hold on to that AC. So you bring in Isaiah Thomas, so you you don't lose as much as you lost losing uh, Gordon Dragic. You still you still have a primary point guard who can uh, create and get shots. Uh, I think they're gonna move with Bledsoe as the key player, their ball key ball handler. And I uh, have a um, have a uh, Danny Granger and Isaiah Thomas as a uh, as a uh, depth depth a little depth for him. Other trades to discuss of uh, of note: the Houston Rockets picked up uh, picked up uh, Houston Rockets picked up. Pablo Plibioni, and I'm trying to say his name correctly, and from the New York Knicks for Alex Chavez. Chavez, uh, the reason why that's uh, of note, the Rockets pick up a, the Rockets trade the Knicks a couple of second round draft picks, uh, which with the Rockets, the way they if they continue for the next couple of years, uh, those picks really. Really won't be highly worth it. Uh, Knicks really not really. I think the Knicks just did this trade to lose contracts. 
uh, in, a, in another Rockets trade, a Rockets trade, uh, Isaiah Cannon for KJ McDaniels. That's a little for a little hometown talk. And uh, Philly also gets uh, Denver or Minnesota's uh, second round pick. I, I don't know the depth of what determines the pick. Uh, it, either it's the highest or the lowest pick that Philly gets. Philly also adds some first round picks. This trade deadline picking up uh, the, the Lakers first round pick. In a three-team three-team trade with Phoenix and Milwaukee, uh, trading their Michael Carter Williams to Milwaukee, and uh, Phoenix also picking up Brendan Knight and uh, Kendall Marshall. Like I say, adding depth to their backcourt, and Philly basically traded away uh, traded away uh, Michael Carter Williams so they can have uh, another first-round pick. Adding, making this four first-round picks going into next year's draft, I'm thinking Philly's either going to try to package those picks for a trade to bring in a big-name player, or they're going to just reach out with the draft and try to shoot shoot the craps. See if if, uh, in the lottery they can either get the top pick with all the draft picks they have, or they're going to try to see if... uh, I think the the Lakers pick in general, excuse me, the Lakers pick in general is a uh, lottery protected, uh, uh, well not lottery protected, but top five protected, but they they picked Philly ends up with a uh, the Lakers uh, first round pick. Uh, uh, the biggest, like I say, the biggest loser in this uh, trade deadline, I- I'm still going to say Phoenix. They pick up a lot of guards, but really you give up Gordon Dragic, and I guess you get a few future first-round picks, but it just appears that they're giving up on uh, Making the playoffs, basically. I think it just seems like how good Oklahoma City got and how worse the Phoenix Suns got. It just seems to appear that the Thunder will catch Phoenix. This is my assumption. This is basically my belief that the Thunder will catch uh, uh, Phoenix for that AC. That's pretty much what I got on uh, the trade deadline. Uh, there are other moves. Uh, Tayshawn Prince move uh, getting traded f- uh, back to Detroit from from Boston, and uh, for a couple of pieces. But th- there's really not out of all the trades. There's really not much to talk about except for what I've already discussed. Uh, nothing. Of uh of any death uh Javale McGee maybe uh Javale McGee is now a Philadelphia seventy sixer and uh oh yeah that's they that's another dr- trade that they Philly ended up getting a uh, a first round draft pick this one's lottery protected and if the Thunder make the, pretty much like I said I'm predicting the Thunder to make the playoffs so I'm pretty much predicting that first round draft pick will go to Philly. Now, in other news, uh, WWE Fastlane is coming up this Sunday. Uh, and this is an interesting pay-per-view. 
this pay-per-view is the pay-per-view that leads into WrestleMania, WWE's biggest show of the year. It's their showcases, their Super Bowl. Which, this pay-per-view, the pay-per-view that leads into WrestleMania, the, besides the Royal Rumble, Royal Rumble pretty much sets up, usually on a yearly basis, sets up the main event. Even though this Royal Rumble really tried to set up the main event, but because the fans did not accept it well. So the WWE tried to go, not really another way, because they can still go the same way they went Royal Rumble, but they tried to go away to try to please the fans. So they brought, because the fans, huge, you know, WWE fans, huge Daniel Bryan fans. And I'm... I'm and the prediction of a lot of people are coming true with uh, Roman Reigns as being pushed as the golden boy of the company is not flying well with the fans because it seems forced. And I think that that drives the fans crazy. That it drives a can't drives a negative light on him. Um but Let's discuss the pay-per-view. Let's uh, discuss the matchups. Uh, the show's the, the kickoff show will have the Miz uh, having Paul Heyman, who's been sensational on the mic, um, without Brock Lesnar actually showing up to every show. With Paul Heyman showing up as his mouthpiece, makes us gives you the feel that Brock, the champion, is still re- relevant, even though he's he hasn't been there. When Paul Heyman speaks, everybody listens in it, and uh, and the importance of the fear of Brock Lesnar, the fact that how believable of a champion he is, because he just beat, you know, he the physical size and the physical nature nature in the way he wrestles. But Paul Heyman is basically a manager, but he says he's an advocate. That they 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 roll with the, I guess you can say uh, the loyal type. Atmosphere, I uh, I mean attitude with him, uh, kind of like Polly dangerously, with the agent attitude he that uh, he had when he was in uh, 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 NWA and WCW, but now he's going with a kind of a lawyer, he's lawyer type gimmick with uh, Brock Lesnar as a representative of him. Um, but let's take a listen to the look at the card. Uh, just added to the pay-per-view, Stardust versus Goldust. Uh, the I the way I look at this match, see, this is this kind of bugs me because I knew last year it was predicted that uh, Cody Rose and uh, Goldust would break up before WrestleMania, but the reason why they didn't do it because they was they had a good run going. The fans were emotionally invested in them, so they decided to run it a whole year, and then throughout the year, they ran with this uh, Stardust gimmick, which wasn't received well, but it kind of caught on. It became very entertaining, but Stardust versus Goldust, reason, the thing that bugs me about this, uh, this new rivalry between the uh, Rose brothers is I'm, I'm not a fan of if you want to make the young guy the future star, why do you make the young guy turn heel against his older brother? Instead, 
it would have been better off. This is my opinion. It would have been better off for me if Goldust would have turned heel because we've seen Cody Rose as a heel. It would have been better off as Goldust going to a dark place with him and uh, basically victimizing Stardust into turning back into Cody Rhodes. That would have made more sense. But to to each his own, they're rolling with Goldust versus Stardust. Stardust as the heel. I'm going to go with um, the winner at this uh, match. I'm going to go with uh, Stardust defeating his uh, brother Goldust. Um... What else is on the card? Us, another match just added to the card: Seth Rollins, Kane, and the Big Show uh, versus Dolph Ziggler, uh, Eric Rowan, and Ryback. So the authority, the three guys who who are part of the authority, uh, going against the three guys that were recently fired, who came back. Um, to be honest, this I think this is a match to just get these guys something to do. I can see Seth Rollins coming uh, coming out of this match, having a match at WrestleMania with uh, with either three of these guys: Ziggler, Reigns. I mean, uh, excuse me, Ziggler, Rowan, or Ryback at WrestleMania. Um, I'm gonna book this as a, a Ziggler, uh, Rowan, and Ryback defeat defeating a. Rollins defeating the authority. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with those three. Uh, they get that they get a little payback for being fired. Um, we also got Sting meeting Triple H face to face in the ring. Um, there's not much to be discussed there. Uh, Sting. This is pretty much leading to Sting versus Triple H at WrestleMania. Which will be Sting's first match in the company. Uh, we're probably going to see quite a few promos after this. Uh, Sting probably go old school WCW. Probably see a little bit of Sting in the rafters. Uh, Sting, Sting not saying much. Sting showing up in the ring with the baseball bat. Probably going to see a little bit of that uh, going into WrestleMania. But this is pretty much leading into Sting versus Triple H WrestleMania. Um, Paige versus Nikki Bella. I'm going to go with Nikki Bella defeating Paige. A little shenanigans going on the ring. A little little help from Brie Bella. There's a possibility that Paige could pull it off. But I'm going to go with Nikki Bella this match. Paige is very, very good in the ring. Very sensational in the ring. Uh, I don't see Nikki winning clean. Maybe a ref distraction or something. I, I'm pretty. Uh, I can pretty much see this leading to a rematch going into WrestleMania between Paige and Nikki Bella. So if that's going to happen, I think Nikki Bella will probably get the victory. Um, also, we have a tag team title match: Cesaro and Tyson Kidd versus the Usos. I don't see anything changing much. Um, Actually, what I do see coming out of that match is probably uh, the wives getting into it. Uh, Natalia Nyhart and uh, um, what is the girl name? I can't think of a name right now. It's kind of amazing. Um, but uh, 
uh, the Uso wife. Uh, I can see them getting into it. Uh, but I'm uh, uh, I'm gonna go. Actually, I'm gonna go with uh, new tag team champions. Uh, Cesaro and Tyson Kidd. This is the way I will see that match, and I can see that being another match that end up being a rematch at WrestleMania. Now, Dean Ambrose versus Wade Barrett. Uh, Dean Ambrose. I see a chance of Dean Ambrose uh, somehow, uh, some somehow making a mess of that match, making it real rough outside a little. A little, little craziness going on in that match. I can see that match with no winner. Actually, I can, I can, or a disqualification. I can actually see a disqualification by Dean Ambrose or uh, uh, Wade Barrett finding a way to get himself disqualified. Therefore, this match have no win- winner. Just basically, uh, a dis- just a disqualification. John Cena versus Rusev. Uh, I see Rusev beating John Cena. Cena he, Rusev is strong right now. What makes him even stronger by defeating John Cena at Fastlane? Now, this is a match that uh, I guarantee this match will be a WrestleMania repeat. Um, I see Rusev uh, defeating John Cena. Not making him tap, but maybe, you know, somehow Rusev looks still come out strong. Somehow, uh, maybe using a weapon or something to get Cena. I don't see Cena tapping, so maybe he'll win with the kick in the one, two, three. But I see Rusev defeating uh, John Cena. I'm going to close this off with uh, Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns. This is an interesting matchup. Roman Reigns, the the guy with the movie movie star face and uh, the muscles, the look he has, what you call the WWE look. Daniel Bryan, the guy the fans were behind. Um, the guys, the guy that the fans have clamored behind for the last couple of seasons. Uh, excuse me, couple of years. Um. I'm gonna go with Roman Reigns defeating Daniel Bryan, and it's I, I'm gonna go with this being a pretty tough match. Uh, they're they're gonna try to get Roman Reigns to get some respect during this match, so I can see Daniel Bryan trying to make Roman Reigns look credible as a threat to Brock Lesnar at uh, WrestleMania, and so that's what I have. I have Roman Reigns, uh, Rusev. A disqualification between Ambrose and uh, Barrett, uh, Tyson Kidd and Cesaro, Nikki Bella, uh, Stardust and uh, and Ziggler, Rowan and Ryback as your winner. And also, I have uh, the big setup going into WrestleMania for a match between Sting and Triple H. This is um. This is this will probably be, and this will be an interesting pay per view. Uh, I think it's going to be entertaining. I do think maybe something happened there that we're not expecting. Something, uh, someone shows up, or something like that could happen that can get a little uh, add an extra twist to WrestleMania. 
I can see a, a few of these matches end up being repeats at WrestleMania. <clears throat> Excuse me. But this is going to be... This is going to be an okay pay-per-view, uh, or as they call it, uh, showcase for the WWE Network. But, um, uh, thanks for, we're going to keep this show real short. I guess I'll do a 30-minute short. Uh, also, apparently, uh, if you add my new, I'm going to add the news feed on my Facebook page. I'm creating the Facebook page, uh, um, Right now, you can like the Facebook page, uh, but um, uh, thanks for listening. Like I say, um, we're going to keep working on this thing as much as possible, try to get as good as I can at this, and uh, I'm going to try to do some more shows. I'm going to try to keep this on a weekly basis. Uh, thanks for listening, uh, and um, um, we'll, we'll be expecting me to do, yeah, expect me to do a show next week, early next week, to do uh, a results on Fastlane, my reaction to the pay-per-view. Uh, thanks for listening, and uh, have a nice day.